Sorry. This is Viewpoint with attorney and author Chuck Chrismeyer. Viewpoint is a one-hour talk show confronting the issues of America's heart and home. And now with today's edition of Viewpoint, here is Chuck Chrismeyer. An Air Force football player, Hunter Brown, dead at 21. A 17-year-old basketball player died suddenly. An 18-year-old dies suddenly while playing basketball. Another one. Excess deaths in Britain in 2022 were the worst in 50 years. And perhaps this will get your attention. The World Economic Forum has hired unvaccinated pilots to fly them to Davos, Switzerland. Why? Because the safety of our members is number one priority. That's a quote. The safety of our members is the number one priority. So, Klaus Schwab, the founder and director of the World Economic Forum, banned vaccinated pilots from transporting World Economic Forum members in and out of Davos due to the safety risk they pose. According to reports, World Economic Forum members were being transported solely by unvaccinated pilots to the 2023 conference in Davos, Switzerland. Now, why do you think that is? Because, friends, vaccinated pilots are deemed to be dangerous. Deemed to be dangerous. They might drop dead at any time. And, as happened in the U.K., Several months ago, was it three or five pilots just dropped dead in one weekend? Oh, the World Economic Forum doesn't want that with their elites. So they were interested only in hiring unvaccinated pilots to fly their business trips. Interesting. That tells us the whole story, doesn't it? While the World Economic Forum director declared that we should use the COVID situation to mandate control for the world, the introduction of a world global system of control through the vaccine, he will not allow any of their elites, the hundreds of people who are being transported to Davos, Switzerland, For the World Economic Forum that was to begin today, they could not be transported by a pilot who had been vaccinated. Too dangerous. So is the vaccine too dangerous for your kids? Is it too dangerous, Pastor, for your church members? Is it too dangerous for your business people, business corporate heads? Just asking. So I welcome you to Viewpoint. I'm Chuck Chris Myers. Conversation, as always, with ever-increasing conviction talk that transforms. And today, I trust that the conversation, the talk, will transform in the sense that it will help us to come to the conviction of the truth concerning not only the danger of the so-called vaccines, which are not vaccines, but are 
merely mRNA gene therapy, as we will find out. But also a change in understanding that how far are we willing to go to just cavalierly trust people, governments, powers, pseudo-authorities or whatever that are thrust upon us in order to supposedly deliver us from some state of emergency when what they are thrusting upon us has been not proven at all. That's the problem, isn't it? Not proven at all. And so today on Viewpoint, we're going to be talking about that. And again, I'm so glad that you have joined us. It's conversation as always with ever convincing, convicting authority, I, I trust. And it's great to be on board with you. So here we go today. And interestingly, I had no clue where all of that cell phone noise was coming from, but we apologize for that. And uh, in the meantime, we press on. Just discovered it. Just discovered it. So let me uh, proceed now. Now that this interruption has taken place, I hate for those kinds of interruptions to take place, but here we go. This report has just come in from Dr. Peter McCullough, one of the foremost cardiac doctors in the world. Heavy toll of mRNA myocarditis in teenagers. When a new product goes into public use and the FDA rather identifies a serious problem in a certain age group, one of the very first prudent actions to be taken by FDA and the public is to no longer administer that product in the particular age group at risk. Well, in June of 2021, the FDA and the CDC held urgent meetings and concluded that the mRNA vaccines cause heart damage or myocarditis in young persons. So a warning was given to the public. I have that warning in front of me. Unfortunately, though, Pediatricians, schools, and parents did not heed the warning, and children were brought forward for vaccination worldwide and began reporting heavy casualties. With 854 adolescents in published studies suffering from myocarditis, and that number represented only a tiny fraction of the true incident pool of patients presenting the community uh, clinics and hospitals all over the world. And so... Dr. McCullough says that the mean average or the mean age of those that were suffering from this after getting the jab was 16 years and 90% were boys, 74% of the time it occurred after the second dose. Hospitalization, always considered a serious adverse event, occurred in 93% and 87% had late uh, gadolinium enhancement, whatever that is, on cardiac MRI, indicating inflammation and scar formation. There are various other findings that he reported on, but uh, he indicated to us that they knew and they warned about the myocarditis and pericarditis problems with young people, yet they persisted. 
They persisted and did not see fit to, shall we say, mega-warn. No, they just covered their rear ends by giving out a somewhat hidden warning so they could say that they had warned. How does that make you feel? How does all of this make you feel? Facebook, believe it or not, asked Joe Biden for talking points after the FDA vax blood clot warning. Can you believe that? Facebook asked Joe Biden and his administration for talking points after the FDA vax blood clot warning. We'll talk about that when we get back. We're also going to spend a considerable amount of time looking at the COVID vax as gene therapy. We'll be right back. Once upon a time, children could pray and read their Bibles in school. Divorces were practically unknown, as was child abuse. In our once great America, virginity and chastity were popular virtues, and homosexuality was an abomination. So what happened in just one generation? Hi, I'm Chuck Chris Meyer, and I urge you to join me daily on Viewpoint, where we discuss the most challenging issues touching our hearts and homes. Could America's moral slide relate to the Fourth Commandment? Listen to Viewpoint on this radio station or anytime at saveus.org. looking now at the picture of a 10-inch blood clot removed from a living person who was vaccinated for COVID-19. Not a pretty picture. And it's that kind of thing that has caused so many to drop dead. And then they don't want to admit what the cause of death is. They want to be silent about it because if they don't talk about it, if they don't admit it, if they don't explore it, then they can continue to promote the vaccine as safe, which it is not, and which the FDA has admitted was not safe and even warned about its lack of safety. But Joe Biden continued to go on pronouncing from the bully pulpit that you ought to get the vaccine because if you don't, you don't love your neighbor and, uh, You uh, also should know that he is telling you absolutely that it is safe. There's no problem whatsoever. And you're going to protect the rest of your countrymen from getting the virus. Well, even as the virus is waning, he's continuing on. Did you know that Joe Biden just declared an extension for another 90 days of the pandemic emergency? Why? It's all about control, friends. It's all about control. Even at the same time, without blushing, doesn't report, doesn't admit that the World Economic Forum refuses to allow pilots ushering in the hundreds of people coming in from all over the world to have a vaccine because it is way too dangerous That pilot might just drop dead right there in the middle of the air together with all the people that are on board. And they're just too important. You're not that important. Your kids are not that important. But those elites are. And they're not even teenagers. They're not even young people, which are most susceptible to the pericarditis. Are you beginning to get the message? 
Well, if you haven't gotten the message quite yet, let's continue. Facebook has told the Biden administration, we'll do, give us any message you want. You tell us what to say and we'll say it. Talk about misinformation and disinformation. Facebook requested talking points from the Biden administration to, quote, get ahead, unquote, of the possibility that people might be less likely to get a COVID-19 vaccine after evidence emerged that the Johnson & Johnson single-dose vaccine might cause life-threatening blood clots. A Facebook staffer, whose name was redacted in compliance with a court order, discussed ways to potentially modify Facebook's algorithms or to provide what he called context to posts from White House-approved sources from White House Director of Digital Strategy, Rob Flaherty, according to the emails. Regarding the J&J News, he said, we're keen to amplify any messaging you want us to project about what this means for people. It obviously has the risk of exacerbating vaccine hesitancy, so we're, we're keen to get ahead of the knock-on effect, a Facebook staffer wrote. Don't hesitate to tell me, or via your teams, how we can help you, Mr. Biden, provide clarity and reassurance via Facebook. In other words, we're not interested in telling the truth. What we're interested in doing is playing the game with you, so that we do not allow anyone to have vaccine hesitancy, but promote the vaccine or the jabs, no matter what the consequences. Interestingly, though, the U.S. Centers for Disease Control, CDC, and Food and Drug Administration issued a joint statement on April 13, 2021, issuing a pause on the use of the J&J COVID-19 vaccine, after they identified six cases where adult women who had received the dose developed severe blood clots. A Facebook employee wrote an email later that day asking the Biden administration, COVID-19 czar Andrew Slavitt, for, quote, any messaging, unquote, that the White House might want to company to promote looping in White House Director of Digital Strategy, Rob Flaherty, and Director of Strategic Communications and Engagement concerning this matter. Now, all of this is involved in an ongoing lawsuit filed by the Attorneys General of Louisiana and Missouri alleging improper collusion between the federal government and social media companies and obtaining the emails via discovery. This is real stuff, my friends. This is real stuff. If you want to use the word stuff. Information, it is information that if you had known all of this, perhaps you might have made a different decision. On the other hand, there was so much information that was available for those who wanted to hear it, who were willing to hear it and consider it, that that should have been enough to put the majority of Americans on notice not to advance the cause of getting the jab until there was such time that was actual proof that it was no longer just experimental, but has been had been proven to be efficacious 
without almost any kind of incidents or damage. All right. Now, you might say, well, what does that have to do then? Uh, What was the relationship between that and our lives uh, before God, our spiritual lives, our lives that are supposed to be governed by seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, our lives that are supposed to be governed by trusting God rather than trusting man, for, as the scripture said, it is better to trust the Lord than to put confidence in men, better to trust the Lord than to put confidence in princes, and I would add to that potentates, pastors, parachurch leaders, uh, prognosticators, uh, politicians, popes, uh, any other name starting with P that you can think of, including people themselves. You see, God wants us to trust him. That's the real big issue for Christians. And what this situation has revealed is how easily we as human beings, yes, even in America, purporting to love freedom, purporting to have some measure of trust in God, are so easily manipulated and deceived. That's the big issue. Yes, the consequences have been dire for so many, and they're going to continue to roll out. Robert Malone, Dr. Robert Malone, warned a year ago, the whole world warned the year, the whole world a year ago to disconnect immediately from giving any of these shots. Don't give any more mRNA shots. He said they're way too dangerous. And he's the one who developed the protocol for the mRNA uh, treatment. He should know, shouldn't he? But nobody listened. Almost nobody listened. Then Dr. Peter McCullough came along as the one of the world's premier heart specialists, and he also voiced the same information. You know how they responded to him? Take away his law license. That's what they did. Excuse me, not his law license, his medical license. So the medical society here in America disenfranchised Dr. McCullough of his ability to practice in hospitals just because he told the truth. He didn't play the game. He didn't play the politically correct game. He was more interested, like a legitimate doctor, in the health of the people than he was in the health of Moderna, Pfizer, J&J, or the Biden administration. It takes someone with courage to be able to stand in the evil day, and having done all to stand, to stand. Having their loins girt about with truth, as the scripture says. So let me ask you a preliminary question then before we go further. Are you able to stand in the evil day? You say, well, what is the evil day? Friends, we're just talking about it. This is the evil day. What we're talking about is evil. We're talking about massive deception. The hiding of the truth. In order to carry on an agenda that had multifacets to it, one being to be able to demonstrate the ability to control the people over a 
threat to health. That's the chief way to control the people, over an alleged threat to health. So, that's how you do. You preach the threat, and you control the people. That's exactly what uh, Klaus Schwab, head of the World Economic Forum, was uh, declaring. That is exactly what uh, Joe Biden uh, bought into. This is what uh, John Kerry, his uh, uh, environmental czar, uh, declared that Joe Biden would be the one to assist in leading the world into the new global order or the Great Reset. How? Through the COVID vaccine situation. Control of the people. Manipulation. Deception. Seduction. So, let me ask you again, are you able to stand in the evil day? Now, if you capitulated to all of the representations and the fear quotient that was being placed upon uh, the American people like a wet blanket to smother uh, the lifeblood out of the American people to think straight, if you succumbed to that, the answer is up till now you have not been able to stand in the evil day. I'm sorry to have to put it so bluntly, but you have not been willing or able to stand in the evil day because you capitulated. You had enough information not to capitulate, but you did anyway. Now, I'm not putting you down. Don't get me wrong. I'm not putting you down because you're along with millions of other professing Christians who did the same. Even the pastors all played the game, all fell into the deception. The problem is, and hear me straightly, Not one of you was deceived against your will. Not one. No person is ever deceived or seduced against their will. There's always something in us that is willing to be seduced or deceived. I've said this many, many times here on Viewpoint, and it bears repeating again. And that's why the Bible warns so decisively against deception and seduction. And that's why I wrote the book, Seduction of the Saints. How to stay pure in a world of deception. And if you think that this COVID situation, the vaccine, is the only big kahuna out there, the only thing that is threatening the the spiritual lifeblood of the nation, including yours and your families and your congregations, my pastor friend, you're just kidding yourself. The deceptions are multiplied one on top of the other. It's like playing a chess game on 10 or 15 different levels and trying to keep it all in position. How do you do that? How do you recognize deception when it comes? How do you recognize that you're on the edge of being seduced and to avoid it and to be able to live by faith and not by fear. The book, Seduction of the Saints, How to Stay Pure in a World of Deception, is the book for you. It will help you in so many, many different ways to help you to understand how de- how seduction and deception comes. At first, it comes in on little cat feet, like the fog, until it overwhelms you, and you can't see straight at all. 
and your destination or uh, the determination of your trajectory has been made because you didn't make the decision to stand in the right time. This requires courage. It requires an understanding and a knowledge of the Word of God. It requires that uh, you meditate in the Word of God daily, that you delight in it, that you meditate in it, just as David wrote about in Psalm 119. You might go back and read Psalm 119 to be encouraged, to be strengthened. We need to delight in the Word and meditate on it day and night. David wrote, Oh, how I love thy Lord is my meditation all the day. Friends, if you don't have that right in the forefront of your heart and mind, you will succumb in the evil day. You will. We'll be right back. There is so much more about Chuck Chris Meyer and Save America Ministries on our website, saveus.org. For example, under the marriage section, God has marriage on his mind. Chuck has some great resources to strengthen your marriage. First off, a fact sheet on the state of the marital union, a fact sheet on the state of ministry, marriage, and morals. SaveUS.org. Marriage, divorce, and remarriage. What does the Bible really teach about this? Find all of this at SaveUS.org. Also, a letter to pastors, the Hosea Project, SaveUS.org, and many more resources to strengthen your marriage. It's all on Chuck's website, SaveUS.org. Again, you can listen to Chuck's Viewpoint broadcast live and archived. Save America Ministries website at SaveUS.org. We were talking here about... Uh how to not be deceived, to succumb to seduction and deception in the evil day. The book Seduction of the Saints, I believe, is going to be seriously helpful to you. In fact, it gives you so much to consider and to think about that it can become the heart of a long-standing time of discussion in your family with your teenagers, your preteens. I'm telling you, the issues are there. The relevance of the Word of God is so powerful that most don't want to talk about it because it's too powerful. It pierces into our hearts. The heart of the matter is our hearts. And that's what God is after. He wants us to trust Him with our whole heart. He wants us to love Him with our whole heart. He wants us to obey him with our whole heart. So, the book is an $18 book. It's on our website, saveus.org. It's yours for $15 on the website, saveus.org. Give us a call, 1-800-SAVE-USA, SAVE-USA. Write to us at Save America Ministries, P.O. Box 70879, Richmond, Virginia, 23255. Writing a check at $5 for postage and handling. What a way to start out the new year. You talk about a New Year's resolution. One of the greatest resolutions that you could possibly have is to be able to stand in the evil day and to resist temptation, deception, and seduction. 
Because those are the things that Jesus warned about. Those are the things the Apostle Paul warned about. The things that the Apostle Peter warned about. The thing that the Apostle John and the Apostle James warned about. Surely they must have known how important this is. But it hasn't been talked about in our pulpits. Pastors are afraid of talking about it. They say they don't want the people to be afraid. The people are already afraid. What God is wanting us to do is to be able to walk in faith and not in fear. The message of the Bible is fear not. Fear not. Fear not. But you can't just fear not. You have to replace it with trust, faith, and obedience. Genuine belief. That's what God is calling for. That's what we need. And when we are able to walk that way, we can be like Joshua. Heading toward the promised land, but we're going to have to go through some warfare to take over the giants that are coming after us in the, in the spiritual sense. So the message was given to Joshua, be strong and courageous. Do not tremble, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. But the way Americans think and American Christians are thinking is that the U.S. government is with you wherever you go. And the CDC and the FDA and uh, Dr. Fauci is with you wherever you go. So the trust factor was shifted dramatically through fear. And fear has torment. We know that. The Bible says fear has torment. Now, let's take a look at uh, where this is going, the depths of where this is. This is a very lengthy article from Dr. Joseph McCullough. He said, there's no doubt now the COVID vax is gene therapy. It's not what you have been told that it is. It's not a true vaccination. It's gene therapy. Now, what is that, and how do we know this? He says, despite that, the notion that the COVID shots are a form of gene therapy is so risky for big pharma's bottom line that they're going to great lengths to make sure that you and people like you don't think of those vaccinations or jabs that way, that they're gene therapy. So they're doing everything and have done everything they could to skate away from that knowledge and that understanding, which they knew was true, that it is gene therapy. The shots from Pfizer and Moderna use messenger RNA or mRNA to instruct the body to create a protein from the coronavirus. The Johnson & Johnson vaccine, meanwhile, use a modified uh, adenovirus to uh, trigger an immune response. So, we go on, and I'm going to distill this lengthy article into just a couple of minutes with you here. The mRNA in the COVID jab are molecules that contain genetic instructions for making various proteins. mRNA COVID shots 
delivers synthetic mRNA with a genetic code that instructs your cells to produce a modified form of the SARS-CoV-2 spike protein. In other words, they alter the biological properties of living cells for therapeutic use. That's a quote. Alter the biological properties of living cells for therapeutic use. mRNA is considered a gene therapy product by the FDA. That's the Federal Drug Administration. The September 2019 SEC filing for BioNTech, its mRNA technology, is used in the Pfizer vaccine, is equally clear, and here's what it states on page 21 of their filing with the uh, Securities and Exchange Commission. Quote, in the United States and in the European Union, mRNA therapies have been classified as gene therapy medicinal products, unquote. That's in their own words. Yet to this day, mainstream media and the government, Joe Biden, tries to debunk the reality of the COVID jab. The fact of the matter is that when the mRNA shots were rolled out in early 2021, they didn't meet the U.S. Centers for uh, Disease Control and Prevention's definition of a vaccine. They only met the FDA's uh, definition of a gene therapy. And the only reason they meet the CDC's definition of a vaccine now is because the CDC change their definition to make it fit. The new definition of so-called vaccine is, quote, a preparation that is used to stimulate the body's immune response against diseases, unquote. So, a so-called vaccine went from being something that produces protective immunity to simply stimulating an immune response. They admitted in essence, that the so-called vaccine did not protect against uh, you getting the virus or against you transmitting the virus, which was necessary in order to qualify as a vaccine. So, that makes the COVID shots fit the description as they do not make you immune against COVID-19 and weren't designed to prevent infection in the first place. Interesting. Totally opposite of what Joe Biden has repeated for the bully poll over and over again, what uh, Dr. Fauci repeated over and over again, and what his cohort, uh, Dr. Deborah Burks, recently admitted was false and that she never believed it in the first place. That is, that the so-called vaccines were actually vaccines and would prevent the transmission of the virus or your ability to even get it. She said it was about control. The FDA's guidance for the human gene therapy products industry, published in January of 2020, also classified mRNA injections as gene therapy. In this document, the FDA stressed that gene therapy products that carry microRNA or cytokines can have unknown Pleiotropic effects, I, I want to tell you, this is in quote, in quotes, unknown pleiotropic effects 
including altered expression of host or human genes that could result in unpredictable and undesirable outcomes, unquote. Did your doctor tell you that? Did your school tell you that before they mandated you have your children vaccinated or get the jab? Did they tell you that this was published in January of 2020, three years ago, classifying mRNA injections as gene therapy with unknown pleiotropic effects, including altered expression of human genes that could result in unpredictable and undesirable outcomes. And that was early on, friends. Since then, it's all been proven more and more over and over, people dropping dead like flies all over the world, and nobody wants to admit that either. Early on, a number of scientists who had looked into the shot's mechanisms of action warned about the possibility of severe adverse outcomes, including impairment of the immune system, neurological dysfunction, and cancer. Were you warned about that? Did your doctor give you any kind of uh, statement telling you that these were the risks? Or did he just tell you, there's no risk, this is all safe? Is that what he said? That's what Joe Biden said. Totally opposite of what the record that was in existence when they said it actually said. In other words, they were lying. Dr. Liana Wynn has been slammed now after admitting there has been overcounting of COVID deaths. Two and a half years late, that is. Wynn, who writes an occasional Washington Post column providing her observations on the pandemic, masking, and other COVID related subjects, cited sources claiming that most patients diagnosed with COVID are actually in the hospital for some other illness. She said, we are overcounting COVID deaths and hospitalization. That's a problem. And for saying that and being honest about it, she has incurred a wave of criticism. She didn't play the game. We'll be right back. Have you ever considered what the early church was like? Many people are developing a heart longing for a greater fulfillment in our practices as Christians. A recent study showed 53,000 people a week are leaving the back door of America's churches in frustration. What is going on? Why has there not been even a 1% gain among followers of Christ in the last 25 years? Could it be that God is seeking to restore first century Christianity for the 21st century? Jesus said, I'll build my church. Is Christ by his spirit stirring to prepare the church for the 21st century? The early church prayed together and broke bread from house to house. They were family, and it was said by all who observed, behold how they love one another. Incredible. But the same can be found right now. Go to saveus.org and click Sell Church. We can revive first century Christianity for the 21st century. It's about people, not programs. It's about a body, not a building. That's saveus.org. Click Sell Church. Again, I welcome you back to Viewpoint. Today, we're doing an update with regard to the COVID 
uh, issue, and particularly with regard to the so-called vaccines. Uh, More and more information is coming forth uh, to help us to be absolutely convinced beyond a reasonable doubt, beyond a reasonable doubt, that these vaccines, these jabs, are dangerous. And they may be far more dangerous even than is currently recognized because they have a multiplying effect in your system. They have destroyed your immune system and replaced it with a counterfeit. They replaced your God-given immune system and replaced it with a counterfeit created by humankind to defeat one particular kind of virus, leaving you open to everything else. And that's why cancer is on the rise dramatically. The immunity has been destroyed. Then, when Dr. Wen, Liana Wen, came out in the last week or so with her article saying that uh, there have been far more uh, attributions given to COVID about people's deaths than uh, were were true, she said what was happening is that if somebody died, if they happened to test positive for COVID, no matter what they actually died from, whether it was a gunshot wound or heart attack or whatever it was, then COVID was listed among other things and therefore in the reporting was listed as the cause of the death. Therefore, the alleged causes of death from COVID have been dramatically overstated, she says. She even went so far in a very modest way to say, to be clear, if the COVID death count turns out to be 30% of what's currently reported, that's still unacceptably high. 30%? of what's currently reported? That's huge, friends. In other words, we have not gotten facts or truth anywhere and at any level. Now, I want to take a look at uh, this report because I think it would be somewhat helpful. Some of you may be aware of this. The biosynthetic lipid nanoparticle technology of which the COVID vaccine or shot is part in this technology is parasitic in nature as humans are the host it's parasitic so what is being done is we're being introduced with a parasitic type injection in the united kingdom uk A forensic report now finds that graphene is included in Moderna, AstraZeneca, and Pfizer COVID-19 vaccines. Graphene in modern AstraZeneca and Pfizer COVID-19 vaccines. There's a criminal case, a police case has been filed in the UK on this. 
The Expose reports of a forensic analysis of C-19 injection vials. This report is of utmost significance as it uh, has a meticulous chain of custody documentation important to submit for any court case. The document names defendants AstraZeneca, Pfizer, Moderna, National Health Service, Medicines and Healthcare Products, uh, all of these, Her Majesty's Government, and so on in the UK. What is this about? It's about undeclared ingredients that may cause bodily harm in all of these so-called jabs. And so what are they? This is what the analysis found in all vials that were studied. Graphene, SP3 carbon, iron oxide, and carbon derivatives. So, the toxicology report from this study says this is what toxic graphene can do to your body. Graphene nanoparticles can penetrate the body's natural barriers and damage the central nervous system. Graphene oxide can damage internal organs, damage the reproduction and development system, destroys blood health, damages and destroys cells, can trigger cancer and accelerate aging, damages myocardia and DNA, triggers an inflammatory response in these different kinds of cell death, and causes changes in gene function. So, this lawsuit, and actually it's a criminal case now. It's, it's beyond a lawsuit. It's a criminal case in the UK. These particles were observed in ubiquity, in other words, across the entire sample of preparations. In other words, it wasn't something just happened every once in a while. It was constant throughout these various uh, selections of the mRNA vaccine. They said, we have evidence from all over the world that the C-19 injections all contain toxic self-assembly nanoparticles. Toxic. Based on the forensic evidence, a criminal case has been filed. All over the world, these evaluations must take place with the same meticulous rigor as done in the UK. This is a big deal. A very, very big deal. Push is coming to shove. The truth is gradually coming out. The question is, will it make any difference? Look at how many millions, if not billions of people, have already been jabbed. Fact-checkers can't hide it. Sudden deaths now have soared 1,696% above the historical monthly norm. That's a deadly combo, my friend. People suffering tragic consequences from the COVID MRA shots grow longer and longer and more serious. And finally, where is this going? It hasn't reached the end yet. In fact, there's no end in sight. 
Because as Klaus Schwab declared to the World Economic Forum, the governments of the world must seize this moment, the COVID situation, to bring control and catapult the cause of the Great Reset and the new global government rapidly down the track. And so they're not through yet. Here's the latest. The International Health Regulations Review Committee of the World Health Organization, that is WHO, is planning to meet secretly from Monday, January 9th, 2023, to Friday, January 13th. In other words, they've already met. They're working to finalize what is now a 46-page document that includes proposed amendments to the International Health Regulations. Those proposed amendments would include change the overall nature of the World Health Organization from an advisory organization that merely makes recommendations to a governing body whose proclamations would be legally binding. In other words, the World Health Organization would supersede the Congress, the Supreme Court, and the Presidency of the United States. Greatly, it would greatly expand the scope of the international health regulations to include scenarios that merely have a potential to impact public health. All they have to do is declare there's a potential, and then they can exercise control. It would give the Director General of the World Health Organization control over the means of production through an allocation plan for health products to require developed states, parties, to supply pandemic response products as directed. It would give the WHO, the World Health Organization, the authority to require medical examinations, proof of prophylaxis, proof of vaccine, and to implement contact tracing, quarantine, and treatment. In other words, have complete control in the name of health, complete control over all human beings on the planet and their governments. It would institute a system of global health certificates in digital or paper form. Vaccine certificates, prophylaxis certificates, recovery certificates, passenger locator forms, and traveler's health declaration. In other words, you talk about a bureaucracy. (laughs) This would be the ultimate bureaucracy. This is the foundation for the new world government. Using fear and alleged medical care to drive an agenda that would take away all freedoms on the planet. Greatly expand the World Health Organization's capacity to censor what they consider to be misinformation and disinformation. In other words, absolutely control communications, there would be no free speech. So, the 76th World Health Assembly is scheduled to occur from Sunday, May 21st, 2023, to Tuesday, May 30th, 2023. In order for the proposed amendments to be considered during the 76th World Health Assembly, they must be submitted to the World Health Organization at least four months in advance. So, they were to have been submitted to the World Health Organization 
yesterday. Does this sound current, my friend? These regulations, legally binding international law, if the proposed amendments are presented to the 76 World Health Organization, they could be adopted by a simple majority of the 194 member nations. So, say, a 100 nations could dictate to all of the rest of the nations, including the U.S., how you will conduct yourself with regard to any alleged medical situation, any alleged virus, whatever it would happen to be. It gives absolute total control. Delegating those powers to unelected people at the World Health Organization, and then they tell you, our hands are tied. This is required by international law and treaty, and we know have no power to stop it. So, you, your family, your children could be forced to be vaccinated with God only knows what, simply because these unelected people in Geneva, Switzerland, say so. You or your kids could be forcibly quarantined just because these unelected people in Geneva, Switzerland, say so. It's the most outrageous power grab in the history of the world. This is serious. And why is this particularly serious, friend? If you haven't already figured this out, it's because it's the precursor to establishing the authority of the mark of the beast. Now do you understand why you must be able to stand and having done all to stand, stand, having your loins girt about with truth? Did you have to be prepared? Because if you're not prepared, friends, with this kind of threat coming down the track and coming right now, this very year, even as we speak, you and your family, your kids will not be prepared. And I urge you to read the book of Revelation, chapter 13, the last half of the chapter and the first half of chapter 14 in order to understand the seriousness of the consequences. Get a copy of the book. Seduction of the Saints, How to Stay Pure to World of Deception. It will be very helpful to you. $15, we'll put it in your hands. It's on our website, saveus.org. Call us 1-800-SAVE-USA. And please, seriously become a partner this year. Do it today. Don't delay. You've been listening to Viewpoint with Chuck Grissmeyer. Viewpoint is supported by the faithful gifts of our listeners. Let me urge you to become a partner with Chuck as a voice to the church declaring vision for the nation. Join us again next time on Viewpoint as we confront the issues of America's heart and home. 